We are finally back. Episode 5 of the Isles Tailgate Podcast. I'm Tom, alongside Allie. Yes, and we are still alive. <laughs> People have been texting us and asking us when the next episode is coming out. Um, life comes at you pretty fast. Yeah, it's been I've two ju- months. I've just been telling people, you know, uh, yeah, soon, soon, soon. And, you know, next thing you know, two months passes by. And- right. Well, uh, Tom and I did get married, and then we went on our honeymoon. Then it was Thanksgiving. Then it was Christmas. And here and, we are. Uh, yeah, happy <laughs> holidays to everybody out there. Yes, and um, happy New Year. Which happy New Year. This episode will probably drop um, New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Eve yep. Right, so... Happy New Year, and I uh, hope everyone had a good year. We definitely did. Yep, and it was uh, a great end of the year for the New York Islanders. Right. Um, we'll just jump right in it. Yeah, 4 nothing shutout against the, uh, the Snake. The Snake and his team in Canada and all their fun, fun fans. And and all the media, media up there. Hopefully uh, they collectively shit themselves after that drubbing last night. Well, Islanders Mania was retweeting all those articles about how it was embarrassment and, you know. Yeah, and then all the Le- the Leafs fans were, you know, at it with the, oh, it was only a game in December, it doesn't mean anything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, Time yeah. for new phrases. The Rangers use that all the time, that we use one win and act like it's a Stanley Cup. Great. Try something new. We've heard that already. <laughs> well, it was a big game, and uh, obviously the boys were, uh, they were ready to go. Trotz made some comments, and uh, again, that they got scrutinized by the media in Toronto, of course. Yeah. We'll get into that afterwards, but uh, we'll get into the shutout win here. Robin Leonard with the shutout. Mm-hmm. Matt Barzell, hat-trick, natural hat-trick. Yeah, and within like eight minutes, he scored those three goals. It's pretty nice to see because he, um, I wouldn't say quiet, but you know he wasn't shooting enough, and... The goals just weren't coming for him, and in the last two games, he's been lighting it up. Well, the last four games, six goals, two assists, so he, he's starting to buy into Trotz's system. It's about time. I mean, do you see the shot on the kid? Use it. And I mean, it, it's going in when you shoot. Well, yeah, the shoot, more shooting. But That's, uh, That seems to be uh, some of the young guys coming up. That seems to be the, uh, the yeah. mantra here, just yeah. shoot. Get some shots on goal. I mean, we we ripped on Brett Thompson, but it does look like... Something's working down there yeah, now. The, the, the young guys have been doing something right this year. We Hosang, Taze, Dal Cole, even Bellows and is doing well down there. Yeah, he's he's starting to pick it up a little bit. Even though you got Otto Koivula, who's starting to develop into a center that we can possibly rely on down the road if we need one. Yeah, so... But calling up... Hosang and Taze, they they fit right in, and it looks like they're buying in here. Yeah, it's good to see, and it was good to see Barzil like take control of that game yesterday. And while Tavares just was absent, well, not well, absent, he, he had shots on goal, and you, I mean the way MSG was taping. It was like Tavares was the only person on the they ice. Had, they had a camera on him the whole game, pretty much. Yeah, even but, it was for nothing, and all they kept doing was showing his face. Like, I get it. You want to look for a reaction or something from him. Oh, and there was some but good you, ones. But it's John Tavares, though. You're not going to get anything out there of him. There was some good reactions of him, though. The, the pictures just, were all over. Just sitting on the bench with that dumb look on his face, like, duh. <laughs> well, that was, you know, that's Robot Johnny. That's his well, look all the time. I wonder what he was thinking. Like, I wish I could read his mind at this exact moment. Less. He was like, probably rebooting. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's fine where he is, but that yeah. game was awesome. And we were talking to our friend last night, and I think that this game, um, getting this game out of the way and seeing him is good for the Coliseum It's closure. Games. It was some closure. Some fans got to, you know, let a little bit out, but it's not going to, you know, it's going to all come to a head yes. that first game. Uh, yeah, for the fans. But I think yeah. that for the team, like if the first game was on home ice in the Coliseum against him with the crowd, like insane, which like it's going to be, I feel like the team would be like overhyped. You know what I'm saying? Like this yeah, is they, they went too pumped up. Exactly, they went into <clears throat> Toronto like the underdogs, basically, and nobody, you know, everyone's talking crap about them and blah blah. So they went in like, okay, screw them. Like we're gonna do this, and the crowd was obviously behind Toronto. So I feel like it they leveled played, them out. They played a very poised, smart game. Exactly. So now they can go into the Coliseum Toronto games and just be like, okay, we've beat them before. We've we can done beat this. it again. You know, yeah. yeah. And they'll, they know what the Coliseum is going to be like because it's been absolutely insane for every game we've been to there so far. Yep. Which um, we missed that too in the last two months. But uh, we the Coliseum games have been awesome. Like uh, the, the crowd has been insane. for And even like a Tuesday night game against Pittsburgh when they lost in the shootout, everybody was just so hyped up just to be back yep. at the Cali. It's going to be like that all season. Well, I hope so, but – it seems like it's going to, you know, ride it out for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, our next game there is in January, but then we have to go back to Barclays for two games with our package, and I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> it's just kind of a letdown now when we go there. Yeah. I don't know. They're back at the Coliseum against Chicago, I think, next week, right? Yep. That's um, the one NBC Sports game that we have this entire year. <laughs> yeah. And Chicago's terrible, so. Yeah. Whatever. But it'll be at the Kali, so at least they'll have some kind of l- noise, and it, we don't look like nobody's there watching us. No, it'll it'll definitely have atmosphere for sure. That's what they're looking for. Right. Um, all right, so we'll get back to the games now. I kind of went off on a yeah. tangent a little bit, but um, Leonard was awesome Leonard, yesterday. Leonard has been good his last few starts, and he even he saved the Senators game the other night. Yeah, he definitely stopped they the bleeding, flat. so to speak, and they just looked flat. It was one of the worst, like periods, periods or period and a half that I've seen them play in a while. Then he came out, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, they woke up and they're scoring goals. And right. I think Trotz mentioned this. Any after every break, I feel like there's always that. I don't know if it's usually a game or whatever period where the team just looks like they're still on break. Uh, yeah. it's Well, they came off the Christmas break and they were sluggish. I mean, every team, you don't know what you're going to get when you come off of the break. A lot of teams will be sluggish or slow, but they just didn't look like they were ready to play yet. And then they must have had some – Trotz must have had some words for them in the, in the, the first intermission because they came out and started to play some Islander hockey and, and they ended up with the win. Good comeback win. Tom doesn't no. remember this game last year, but there was an Ottawa game last year around the same time, and the Islanders ended up losing 6-5, and it was kind of like when the downfall started. And when it was – what was it at one point? Not 3 nothing, right? I have no idea. You told me I don't remember this. No, I don't know. the game the other oh, night. Oh, last night. It was 3-1. to one. Okay. Not last night. Uh, Friday. The center, yeah. So right. it was 3-1, and in my head I'm going, oh, no, like here we go again. <laughs> like is this going to be the start yeah, of I'm the sitting, second half down? I'm sitting there, I'm like, Ottawa's a terrible team. They were just really sloppy, and yet Pellick made that silly turnover. Oh, God, and I was, was ready to, so bad. I was ready to throw a remote through the TV when I saw that one. 
Uh, Pelik, thank you so much for signing my stuff at Valentine's Day last year, but I'm ready for him to go now. <laughs> yeah, when we we saw what Taze can do, I mean, the kid hasn't looked out of place, and he hasn't no. made any mistakes that I've seen. Nope, so when Hickey so. comes back, I think that Hickey comes in for Pelik. Spiza needs to be waived. Spiza can be waived, and Pelik's just going to sit and be the extra. I mean, if you want to play your best six defenseman, that's, that's the best six you have. Yeah, and I can't see taking Mayfield out because I've liked his game all season. No, Mayfield has been the best defenseman on the ice. But I'm not. thinking of guys that could you could possibly take no. out for Pellick, but Mayfield, no, no, I wouldn't take him out they, right now. They did that to start the season. Clearly, it didn't work out because nah. Mayfield has been so much better this year than Pellick. Like I said, I think he's been one of, <laughs> if not the best defenseman for the Islanders, and he didn't even start the season on the team. He started on watching from the press box. So. Yeah. Good on him. Well, he's uh, he's really ran with his opportunity because th- it's impossible to take him out now. Good, and and he I know Garth Snow like made those signings for the both of them, but if his he, is looking at looking to be yeah. a bargain, if yeah, he if, keeps it up, he yeah, if he keeps it up, then that's a pretty good deal that we got yep. him for. And um, even Boychuk and Letty have looked much better the last couple. I of months. would say Boychuk by far has looked um, like a. Probably, yeah, like rejuvenated, I guess you could say, but he's looked probably the best he has since that first season he was here. Yeah. Um, and it's not even close. And, I mean, Letty, he's, be- uh, I guess it, it's got to be coaching because he, he hasn't well, been as noticeably bad this year as right, he was Right, I was going to say, he's not. He's not standing out. Right, but he's but not he's making he's not mistakes. making stupid mistakes like he mm-hmm. was last year, which is mm-hmm. good because, you know, eventually the, maybe the, you know, the goals will come. Right, but he's, the theme is that. He's not the only defenseman that they're relying on now. Exactly. Like, Boy Chuck was hurt last year. Dahan was hurt last year, and everyone was relying on Luddy. And now we have Taze, who looks good. Mayfield, that looks good. Hickey's looked fine. Like Boy Chuck has been better. So it's not all on Luddy. Yeah, exactly. And it's and the coaching, the system. Yeah, obviously, right. you see it. They've cut their goals against like well, drastically. Team, yeah, team defense yeah. overall has just looked. There's, there's a structure it's there. It's polar so. opposite from last year. Polar yeah, we've opposite. been talking about it since the beginning of the year. There's a structure. You see it, like, it's getting better and better every game. And, um, yeah, so. Well, I hope it keeps going. It, it, yeah, the hitting, first half of that Senators game didn't look too good. But right. then, well, we're uh, hitting they, the halfway point, and usually with the Islanders, if they're good in the ha- first half of the season, they suck in the second half. Or if they suck in the first half, they're good in the second half. So I hope it just keeps steady this year. But I don't with see the any signs and the coaching. I feel like it will. Yeah, I don't see any signs that it's about to let up anytime soon. So mm-hmm. that that's good. I mean, they it looked like it against the Senators the other night. It looked like they were going to start that downfall, but mm-hmm. they they regrouped in the first intermission and came back out and you know pretty much dominated the rest of that game. And at the end of the game, it turned down to a, like Senators got you saw them get mad. They were all starting to fight, and, and now half of them are hurt. Yeah, now all of <laughs> them are job. hurt because. Yeah. Um, was it after the Senators game that they said that we had the same exact record as that point in the season last yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Which, to me... Um, but they were going in def- different directions. Right, so to me last year, like in December, the beginning, middle of December is when everything started to go downhill. Yeah. So, but the first couple of weeks in that season, it was like, wow, like look at this. But I think it was kind of like a mirage because they were scoring so many goals. But they were still awful defensively. Right. So, but now, yes, it's been kind of like a, there's an upswing and a down, like a downswing and an upswing and downswing, but it's not like they, they're not doing Dougie blowouts anymore. Like everything's been like pretty even keel 
So that's kind of where I'm but the good to also the good thing is is when they do have a, a bad game, it's usually followed up with a great game. Mm-hmm. Whereas when they were with Dougie and Capuano, it was they lose a bad game and then the next thing you know they're dropping ten in a row. Like they're not you know it's not. Yeah. They're they're nipping it in the bud early, which is good, and that's that's all coaching. Well, hopefully it can stay this way. I mean, it's going to be tough either way because. For some reason, Montreal is good, and and it's like the opposite of last year, where the Atlantic Division has five teams they, now in the playoffs, and if we don't get one of those three spots, we may not get one. They have all those teams have like two games in hand on us right now. I'm not, I'm not true. I'm not looking at that right now. Just keep winning, finding ways to win, and it will work itself out. I actually haven't really been looking at the standings. I took a peek yesterday after the game just to see. Yeah, and they're a point out with they two are. games in hand on Montreal. On Montreal, mm-hmm. and they're. I think two. three points out of second place in oh, our division. Second, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's up for grabs if they keep playing this way. But, of course, now, you know, Penguins look better. Yeah, the Penguins figured it out, which um, is fine. But. Capitals just, like, took off. They're going to probably end up in first. And, oh, by the way, Ovechkin is just a freaking beast. I, yeah, well, I don't understand it, but <laughs> whatever. I do. The guy's got one of the most lethal shots, like, yeah, I've probably ridiculous. ever seen. He's going to play till he's, like, 45, probably, and put up 30 goals at least probably. every season. He's, like, hey, jogging. you know what? That's fine with me because I don't, I, don't, I don't mind Ovechkin. I, I like watching him play. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over that and the Penguins. It's, like, some oh. new teams to actually win for once. Well, we got, we got Barzy to look forward to for many years to come, hopefully. Yeah, well, we'll see. He's still got to sign eventually, yeah, well, too. <laughs> yeah, eventually, but he's, he's not going anywhere. Speaking of signing – I think we mentioned before that Eberly Nelson, whatever, they both need to be signed. And at this point, I think Tom agrees that Eberly is pretty much expendable. I, at this I point. think he's pretty much expendable because I love the way Hosang's been playing. And I think he fits well with Lee and Nelson. I, I mean, he's, the points are going to come. He, you saw that movie made yesterday with, uh, you know, the pass over to Nelson. He did a little toe drag and then got Nelson. But. The points are going to come. He's playing smart. He's not doing too much like he was trying to do, which got him sent down pretty much last year. He's dumping the puck in when he has no play, and it's just it's it's good to see yeah. because the, those little things is things that we were noticing yesterday. Like instead of trying to split the defense and get in the zone no, and try he, to score shoot and goal, he was put dumping it in deep. and went back to the, that's to it, the bench. That's it. He no like, long shifts. He tripped at one point, right? And instead of like trying to get back up and get into play, he just went to the bench and had someone come in. Him, so he's not yep, yep. so he wasn't you know trying to do overly do too much and and, and like same, you said the points will come but if he's paying smart like that there's no reason to sit him no i wouldn't sit him either i mean you got to find a spot for him in the lineup he, just his speed alone adds like a whole nother dimension to that offense and his playmaking ability well yeah that too but just the speed speed kills in the nhl that line nelson has the, the wicked wrist shot that we see sometimes. And Lee just stands in front of Lee's the net. the garbage man. If you have Del, uh, not Del Cole, sorry, jo, uh, Hosang just running around, with, not running around, but, you know, making plays with the puck and feeding those guys or, or just throwing it at you the net and hoping Lee is in the front, that's, that's good. Well, you got two goal scorers on that line. <laughs> right. Two guys who like to score. You got a guy who's got one of the best wrist shots I've seen. And then you got a guy like Lee who's phenomenal in front of the net. There's probably nobody better than him. But what happens now? So, I mean, even Del Cole looked great yesterday with uh, Komarov and Filpula. What that's happens an, uh, now that's, that's with what I'm Eberle? Saying. Eberle, that's what I'm saying. He's expendable. Right, he's expendable. But he, does he come back and sit in the press box? Because I no, doubt no, that. No, 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 no. If he comes back, he's going to get in the lineup. So that means Dal Cole so and Hosang Dal Cole, Dal Cole will probably be sent down. But 
getting to Dal Cole, he has looked like a totally different player. Yeah, I'm not really sure where it came from. I, I don't I don't get it because we were writing him off pretty much the we first wrote, episode. We wrote him off. I was just looking at the sheet this morning and he's not even on it. We didn't even predict no. anything for him because we and were done with him. You made that bet that uh with uh with Eric that uh, Christopher Gibson would have more points than Del Cole. Yeah, at the but end that, of the, season. the dude is, was lighting it up. So I think I I'm mean, gonna win that. Bet. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty <laughs> Sorry, sure. Eric. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure you're safe. You don't have to get a uh, face tat. No, for that good. one. Thank God. Yeah. No face tats for <laughs> that. Maybe one. he heard me. Maybe he's just trying Maybe. to help sister out. <laughs> but getting back to him, like he's just he was all over the puck. Whereas when he was playing, when he got called up last year, like he didn't make any plays. Not not saying that he played with great line mates. But, but honestly, even well, Hosang played on that line too. Philpula and Komarov. Oh, Philpula and Komarov are are not playing with freaking. Uh, no. Who the hell did Hosang play with I that one year? I mean, I don't even know. But I'm just <clears throat> saying that they are taking these younger guys on their line and like taking them under their wing, really. And and what'd you say before that Komarov like? Oh, uh, apparently, out apparently, of yeah, he won't. Komarov has been like. I, like keeping an eye on Jose. Yeah, it's well, not really babysitting. They're like showing him the way, I guess. You know, Uncle Leo. That's Leah, good. And that it is great. seemed like that's they were doing they the same him. thing with Dal Cole last night. Like they were talking on the bench, and he and Dal Cole made his first NHL yeah, point. First with NHL that great point assist with. Yeah, it was, it was a nice play. I mean, Pulak, Rob, uh, Pulak made the play on uh, Tavares, I believe it was. I'm not sure. Sent it the other way, and, and Dal Cole hit Val coming up the middle, and, and then and Val, then Val just did something completely that. just. <laughs> It was some wizardry, and I got through the through the uh, defense somehow, and yeah, that was that was, that was a pretty awesome. filthy goal. Like picture perfect definition of splitting the defense. Yeah. That goal was, and the puck the puck was on a string there, just found them. Right, but and, uh, so that's what I'm saying. Like, Del I guess Cole that's, is finding the puck. He's getting to where he needs to be. Those, I guess, that's why you sign those guys so that you can take people like Del Cole and Hosang well, just the character and sh- guys. Like, show them like how sign. you play a two way game. You know, that, well, yeah, that, and they're just good guys in the locker room. And apparently, you know, when, when Lou made this, uh, sign Komarov for four years, everyone was, oh, whatever, not a good deal. You know, what is he thinking? But, I mean. Still think four years is a little yeah, bit much. Yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean. It's very valuable so far. They haven't um, been bad. So, they well, haven't been bad at all. Phil so. Pula, that one-year deal for Philpo is just. Right. Looking better and better every time Philpola touches the puck. Mm-hmm. But. The Komarov signing, I, f- I mean, it's just more and more. I'm getting it more and more now. Why he was signed? Mm-hmm. Because even that you saw that gif of of Bo and and Komarov slapping each other on the bench. <laughs> they, they just look like they're having such a great time. Yeah, I it's mean, just, it's working. Whatever yeah. they're doing is working, and um, they've won six out of seven games now. And they have a pretty tough game tomorrow against Buffalo. But yeah, they, they usually do pretty game, well again on New Year's Eve for some reason. <laughs> um. Yeah, I can't remember the last year. I think they lost last year. Yeah. But because they kept saying, oh, they've won 10 yeah, New Year's yeah, yeah. games in a row, oh, yep. nine in a row. And then it's like, of course, they lost. But yeah, they, they didn't. I remember last year wasn't a good one because yeah. that's when our slide started pretty much. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Buffalo's tough. But then they have a couple of winnable games coming up. Chicago. Chicago. And I think St. Louis is St. in Louis there is at after some that. point. I think it's like the next game after that in St. Louis. And St. Louis is dreadful. This I season. think they have the Rangers coming up again. Two games which against is the Rangers. Winnable, they have a home and, They have a home and home against the Rangers, I think. 
next week. Okay, yeah. So obviously we we always beat the Rangers stuff for that last time, but that's besides the point. Well, the one game's at Barclays, so you know that should pencil that as a win. We have Carolina coming up too. And we've dominated them this year. We we've do, had the number. We do have home and homes Thursday um, in MSG, the 10th, and then the 12th um, at Barclays, yep. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, th- that's the next two weeks. Those are winnable games. We've beaten Carolina yep. how, three times now? Three times. We've beaten the Rangers. Yeah, the last game we got to, they got to us, but that's it. They got their five goals out, and that's it. <laughs> but yep. Um, those are winnable games. They can keep this going into the next break, which is all-star break All-Star at the break, end of yeah. the month. So end of January, um, they can keep it going. And if who knows, just stay in it. That's all you got to do. Just keep swimming. Stay alive. Just keep, keep racking up those points and then everything will, you know, yeah. work out. Like you said before, just don't even look to the standings. Just keep playing the way you're playing. And There's no need to look at the standings yet. They're there. They're right there. If yeah. they just keep playing this way, they'll, they'll be fine. I agree. And even if they don't make it this year, if they just keep up the way they're doing and they miss it, like I think I'd be okay because clearly they're going in the right direction. Well, I I mean, I was saying it from the beginning that they weren't going to be as bad as everyone pegged them to be. And I thought they were going to be bad. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I didn't think they were going to be as bad, that bad. I didn't think they were going to be looking this good. I didn't think they'd be, you know – just keeping the puck out of the net like they are. It scares me a little bit because everything seems to be going smoothly. Like, Taze looks good. Ho looks good. Hosang looks good. The first line looks good. Barzil, Bo, and Bailey look good. The fourth line look like they're back to the fourth line. And it's just weird that everything's falling into place <laughs> well, when normally even, it doesn't. <laughs> you can make the uh, the argument that the third line's looking good. Oh, yeah. Filippo and yeah. Komarov are looking – I mean – they're killing. They're they're here to kill penalties, provide leadership, be the guy in the locker room. You know the that um, veteran presence in the locker room, and they're doing that. The one thing and, that's and a more. little off is the power play. Still, oh, the power plays. Yeah, that needs work. I don't know if it's Gomez. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's probably. I mean, they did get one last night. That was the one of the Barzil goals. Was the power play? Yes, but that squeak. They're starting. They're starting to put a couple in the net now, but it still needs to be better. I mean, that, that's really like the big. Not- the couple of Saturdays ago, the Detroit game, when they had like six or seven Ugh. power plays and the Bargell squeaked one in at the end. But I was like, here we go again. We lost the the Vegas game because we couldn't score a power play goal. We lost against the Capitals because we couldn't spend a pot of power play goal. I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know what they can do to change it, but something has to be done there. Yeah. I mean, like I said, they've been starting to move the puck more. And you know why? Because they got – more talent on the power play. I don't want to see Cal Clutterbuck on the power play anymore. Which he was back. He was yesterday. last night, yes. But if you know if Eberle's in the lineup, he's not in the power play. Yeah. Maybe give Dal Cole that spot on the power play. I don't know. Well, we'll see when something, Eberle something. comes back what they end up doing because I still don't know. I mean, I guess Dal Cole gets the boot again, but. I mean, I don't think he's playing. T- uh, Eberle's not going to be playing tomorrow, so Dal Cole's going to get another shot. So. Yeah, and Kunako can just go away. Kunako, <laughs> it's, he's... It's not been bad, but it's, no. it is what it is. He, they shove him on the first line sometimes, and I don't get that at all. No, the other night, the centers game. when uh, Yeah, they shoved him on the they first line. They put Hosang back down to the third line and put him on the first line. I was, I was like, you got to be It was just for kidding. like a half a period. Yeah, it didn't, didn't last. Once they started getting going again, Hosang was right back up there. Which, and, whatever. Uh, yeah. He can wait it out if we need him. He can sit <laughs> in the press box but uh, or wave him, like whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's really it. It's really where we're at right now. I mean, just 
the fact that we we got through the the big game that everyone had circled on their calendars mm-hmm. and the big road trip that we just went on yep and uh you know it's just the the media and all that stuff is just it's maybe it'll go away a little bit but it'll go away until we play them again which is when february February 20-something. Yeah, yeah. The first college game is in February. Yeah, so we got about a month probably of radio silence from them. I don't know. We'll see. I just I just don't get it. Like, I, I, I mean, people don't know me, know me. But, like, on Twitter, you can easily look back and see that I was never a hater. I haven't said one bad thing about Tavares. And I said the other day, I'm going to block the word Tavares off my Twitter. And Leafs fans found me on Twitter to rip me a new one, saying that, I'm a loser and <laughs> that I need to get over myself. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, but when, when we win last night, Isles fans, you know, go on Twitter and, you know, give them a ribbing and then it's, oh, no, it's whatever, like, you can not a big it. game. Dish like, it but can't take it. Yeah, exactly. And it's just it's just insane. Like, even, I, like, I was seeing the D- Daniel Carcillo's tweet today, or yet was it yesterday, last night or something, about Barry, Barry Trotz's comments before the game against Toronto. Is Carcillo Canadian? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he's uh, I guess he's part of the Toronto media now. I ah, I, I have no well, idea. That makes sense then. <laughs> I have no idea, but Trotz, you know, Trotz's comments saying um that the boys need to bring some hurt. Yeah, the one he was trying to amp them up. <coughs> saying that he that, you know, Tavares chose not to be their teammate anymore, so yeah. they should have some hurt and some anger. Like a coach him. like a coach does, try, you know, put some bulletin board material, get the guys fired up. That's all it really was. But no, you know, then Carcillo's got to tweet out, Trotz with the fake toughness bullshit. I heard great things that he's, great things about him as a coach. It's unfortunate he had to resort to shitting on Tavares to try and get his pawns fired up. Worth mentioning, JT also left for better hockey market money and because of Lou. What a load of horseshit that is. Yeah, okay, more money, false, because he would have got more money staying here. Uh, better, better hockey, hockey market, market fine. Yeah. Okay, that, I'll give you that one. But you know what? John Tavares doesn't strike me as the type of person that went there because he would get more hockey uh, market presence and he would be on TV and stuff. He doesn't care shit about that crap. And nah, Lou, he, he what are you there, talking about? He went there to be home. That's all it was. Whatever. But, Carcillo was a plug when he played, and he's a plug now. So how you doing? Bye. <laughs> yes. Daniel Carcillo. I, when I read that, I was like, you got to be kidding me. But they're me. all then, like that. What about the tweet saying that, oh, it's so great to see Tavares finally unleashed. Oh, unleashed, really? He had more points last year at this time than he does this year. So how does that make him unleashed? Yeah, he's, he's, real un- he's really unleashed. Uh, oh, nobody that- talked about him. Nobody watched him while he was playing for the Islanders. So nobody knows what he did last yeah. year. Like, Well, Toronto only watched him because he was their, their prodigal son or whatever. But... Yeah, they nobody nobody ever watches the Islander games. Yet they all like to talk shit. And I all just the, don't and understand. And all the, like, yeah, the Leafs fans attacking like Islanders fans with no knowledge of anything. Or that Long Island is a dump. Hmm. Last time I checked, yeah. it's like one of the most beautiful places. In, and most in this expensive area. places to live. Yeah. So what are you saying? It's just the same old stuff over and over again to try to rib at fans. But they, they have they no just idea gotta what find, they're talking. They gotta about. find a way to spin everything. Like especially after this Trots thing. Like all the Caps, uh, Caps fans, the uh, Leafs fans were saying, oh, yeah, coming from Trotz who left the Capitals for right. more money. It's like, yeah, because the Capitals were ready to fire him. Ready to fire him and offered him a ridiculously low deal for someone who just finally brought the Capitals exactly. to a cup. It was, and 
Trotz knew it before they even got there. He was telling, like, yeah. uh, after that one uh, playoff series. Oh, when he, Tortorella, right? Yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm gone, I'm done, or whatever. Like, yeah, he knew he was gone. They knew because all along he wa- they wanted that. The Capitals, wanted, guy Capitals wanted Reardon, and yeah. it was the writing was on the wall, so it was completely different circumstances. And Reardon has basically learned everything from Trotz, yeah, and they and knew they at, could, didn't have to pay him a and lot. And look at this so. newsflash. The Capitals are in first place doing just fine. Right. So, it, I mean – it's just – it is what it is. It's the way Tavares left. I'm tired of looking at – reading the Toronto fans, the media, telling everyone to get over it. Isles fans have every right to be angry and still annoyed about it. I mean, I'm not I'm not one to sit out – sit here and type out like, oh, I hope he gets hurt. I hope his career ends because, no, I don't, I don't want to see that. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. But I'm tired of reading these people saying that we, we got to get over it. I'm tired of it too. I That's why I wrote that on Twitter the other night, not because – uh, whatever, good for him. He's scoring, and I don't want the Leafs to win no, ever. I, I but, never want them to win a single thing. But I would thing, never but. wish harm on him. I freaking loved him for nine years, but it hurts me to look at it. It hurts me to watch him play for another team in a different jersey. It's, so I just don't want to talk about it or see him anymore. Like, I just don't want to it. Do just it just felt good because now it's like, oh, we beat the shit out of them last night. Yeah, it's they, just, they got nothing. It was nice to, to All their, see him watch his, other, his former team play the way they did last night honestly i you know all the the firepower that toronto has i didn't notice austin matthews austin matthews looked like I, shit last night. i did not notice who's william nylander has he even scored a goal yet i think it was like mid-second and they said his name i was like oh yeah he's back yeah <laughs> i don't think he scored a goal yet i'm pretty sure he has no goals well, and he didn't play for three months he's probably ice cold yeah, but right he, now you know this guy is a 70 point guy last year and everyone's like oh nylander he's gonna you know well, also, have fun playing, paying Marner and yeah, Matthews. Uh, the only one I noticed last night was every time Marner got the puck, I was like, uh-oh, here yeah, we go. He's because a, I think he, he's the best Marner is the best player on the team. I, well, well, Matthews, Matthews is, is the best player. Yeah. But Matthews, to me, didn't really stick out last night. I didn't really notice nope, him. and reading all these people bitching on Twitter, apparently Matthews hasn't stuck out in the last couple games. Mm. I mean, he just came back from injury. It is what it is, but... Yeah, Marner, Marner's their guy, and, and well, it's going to be have, tough. There's no way tough. they can afford now Tavares, the contract they just gave, Nylander, Marner, and Matthews. Nope. Uh, how do you do that? Nope. And then, then uh, the rest of your team is, is and gone. what about, like, Morgan Riley, too, when, yeah. he, when he comes due? And, I mean, you got Kapanen, too. I'm just praying, fingers crossed, I keep hearing this a little bit, that Arizona offer sheets Matthews and he leaves because that would be nobody does offer sheets anymore. But that would I don't be, even care. That would like, be funny. That yeah. needs to happen because oh my god, what the would they shit, say? The well, shit that Toronto fans are gonna get from probably everybody. the whole league. Yeah, the whole league. because that's all they keep saying. Well, John is from here. John is from here. Yeah. Let him come back home. Okay, Deal with let it. Matthews Deal with go it. back yeah, to Arizona. Exactly. Then that's his home. Oh God, please, please, hockey gods, let that happen, please. That, that would be some uh, poetic justice. Yes, that is and definitely the really word funny. for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, there's really nothing else to cover. I mean, I know just, we didn't want to go back and do yeah, every we, single game for the last two months. I've, you all know what happened. Yeah, we thought about going back and thinking, like, uh, where do we leave off? It was like Halloween. Yeah. So what are we gonna? Uh, I'm not gonna talk about for two months of hockey. We might as well just talk about. The last, you know, recent things that matter in yeah, the, the recent, recent couple of weeks. Exactly. And um, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll try to get back to doing it weekly or at least bi-weekly. Something. We should we should be uh, back to normal here. And uh, shout out to our seatmates, Chris and Kim, who had a baby uh, yeah. in baby the last Landon. two months. Um, so, but hopefully Chris will get on here soon with us. 
Um, and I, yeah, we'll have some guests in the Ooh, future. Breaking news. Jets fired. Yeah. Head coach Todd Bowles. <laughs> All right. It's about Jets. time. Hey, Darnold uh, looked great. So let's do this. <laughs> New yeah. coach Darnold. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back to, uh, Chris and Kim yeah. real quick. Uh, yeah. After, after the senator's game, Chris sent me a picture of, of, uh, Landon in like oh, his the, uh, Isles pajamas. <laughs> So I said, you better not take those off for tomorrow night. He's like, oh, definitely not. <laughs> I hope he was wearing them. We don't even know. Yep. If he is, it's 2-0 and yep. in the PJs. Yep. And so, yeah, we will see you in the next couple, well, next week, hopefully, and we'll have more to talk about. But Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. This was Episode 5. And uh, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Bye.